Do you know who I am? I do. Hold on to your butts. Welcome to the Edgar Friendly Show. And here's your host, Edgar Friendly. It's showtime. So welcome to the supplementary episode. I wanted to kind of talk. I want to do these random short bursts while you're waiting for the next episode. Uh, I get these downtimes, right? So mini cast is that is that what we're gonna call it? A mini cast, <laughs> supplementary, supplementary episode, so to speak. There, there's two things. I'm gonna mention them in my next podcast in episode four, which is the final of the season, because I want to start a brand new season, off fresh, 2021. But if you want really good teaching, much more in depth, go to my friend Steven's podcast. He's on Anchor, if you're on Anchor. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, where he all got distributed yet, but uh, check it out at Most Excellent Theophilus. And uh, check out my uh, other friend's podcast. Uh, oh, Jeremiah. <clears throat> he is... You can find his podcast with Dulos Theology. Dulos Theology. Now, both of these men are awesome, amazing at uh, going in depth about uh, what scripture says. They're, they're spot on. So go check them out. I wanted to kind of give them a shout out uh, just because I, I subscribe to both their podcasts and I listen to their podcast. I think they do a good job uh, at showing scripture for what it is. Um, this is more of a, I would say, even though this kind of runs into about 40 minutes <laughs> sometimes, my last episode is 40 minutes, a whopping 40 minutes. My first episode was 20 minutes and <laughs> doubled that by the fourth episode. I did not mean to go that far <laughs> at all, but go check those out. Most excellent Theophilus. And then also go check out Dulos Theology. Uh, it would definitely benefit you by all means. Uh, so let's get into this uh, mini cast, shall we? I don't know how long this is going to get, but I'm waiting. So let's, uh, let's go. So I want to talk about this. Uh, it's Bill Gates. I posted the video on my TikTok. I thought I'd go and post this video. Uh, I'm going to play the audio for you, though. Because I don't know how long it's going to stay. Right? So this is Bill Gates, 2005. Notice similarities of what he's talking about. Uh, going on today in 2020, 15 years later. Now, Bill Gates is no different than what he was saying uh, previously that 
he wanted to do a number of things. But this is Bill Gates talking to the CIA on uh, April 13th, 2005. I want you to listen to this. See how familiar this sounds. Okay, let's, let's take a listen to this. Excuse me, on the left over here, we have individuals who are religious fun fundamentalists, religious fanatics. And this is the expression, uh, RT-PCR, real-time PCR uh, expression of the VMAT2 gene. Over here, we have individuals. So, so, so let me complete. So over here, we have uh, individuals who are not particularly uh, fundamentalists, not particularly religious. And you can see there's a, a much reduced uh, expression of, of this particular gene, the, the VMAT2 uh, gene. Uh, another evidence that, that supports our, our hypothesis for the development of, of, of this uh, approach. Uh, what you, what you see here is by, by, by spreading this virus, we're going to eliminate individuals from donning on a bomb vest and going into a market and blowing up the market. So our, our hypothesis is that these are fanatical people, uh, that they have overexpression of the VMAT2 gene and that by vaccinating them against this, will eliminate this behavior. Uh, so we have some, some very, very uh, remarkable data in this next slide. Uh, here we have two uh, brain scans. These are fMRIs. Uh, these are two different individuals with different levels of expression of VMAT2. Uh, on top uh, is an individual who's a religious fanatic and individual, and we've repeated this numerous times, that, that uh, has uh, high levels of VMAT2. Now, Okay, I want to pause there for a second. What he's talking about is the the section of brain, right, lights up. It's almost a connector to God. He's talking about this gene that lights up when you read religious texts. He'll he'll bring that up, right? So, it's this connection to God. Uh, some people have it more uh, lit than others, right? So through this, he's going to be talking about suppressing or eliminating that section of the brain uh, entirely, shutting it down. So it, it, let's continue. Um, this individual down here who had low levels of the VMAT2 gene, this individual would uh, self-describe as, as, as not particularly religious. In, in each case, uh, these individuals were, were read a religious text. Uh, this individual uh, light lit up um, the, the right middle frontal gyrus uh, shown here. And uh, that's a part of the brain that's associated with theory of mind. Uh, it's a part of the brain that, that uh, has to do with intents and and beliefs and, and desires. Uh, in contrast, in marked contrast, here's an individual who would uh, not particularly uh, self-describe as, as religious. And when they're read a religious text, <clears throat> what you see is that this part of the brain called the anterior insula lights up. This is a part of the brain that's associated with, with disgust or displeasure on hearing something. Uh, Are you suggesting I take a CT scan with me when I'm uh, evaluating people to determine whether they put a bullet in their head? So, so um, the the data that I'm presenting here uh, supports 
uh, the, the concept that, that we're proposing. Uh, and I think that uh, we would not propose to do uh, CT scans or fMRIs on, on individuals out in the hinterlands of, of Afghanistan. The virus would immunize against this VMAT2 gene, and that would, would have the effect that you see here, which is it's essentially to turn a fanatic into a, a, a normal person. And we think that will have major... A normal person. The virus. A virus that will turn a quote-unquote fanatic, a fundamentalist, right? Somebody who believes in God. Okay, now they tested this out in Afghanistan, as he said. But but let's continue. There's there's a little bit left here. Effects in the Middle East. How would you suggest that this is going to be dispersed? Well, so so the the present uh, plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used uh, uh, respiratory viruses uh, such as flu or or uh, rhinoviruses. And uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. Most of us, of course, have, ha have been exposed to both of those viruses. And, and we're, we're quite confident that, that this will be a, a, a very successful uh, approach. This is fascinating. What's the name of this proposal? Yeah, so, so the name of this project is FunVax, which is the vaccine for religious fundamentalism. And you have a proposal already? The proposal uh, has just been submitted, and I think that the data that I have shown you today would, would support uh, the, the development of, of this project, and we think it has great promise. Okay. Okay, did you hear that? Fun Vax. So, they manufacture a virus, respiratory, Right? Respiratory. That's what coronavirus is. And they submit a vaccine that kills or shuts off the part of the brain that communicates with God. They're, uh, now, it's unsubstantiated. I, I can't say either way, but from what I understand, I've heard people saying where there were certain people who took the vaccine and their very comment was, I can't feel God. They've killed God. My soul is dead. Now, we, what we know from this uh, coronavirus vaccine, it causes neurological damage. Neuro neurological damage. So essentially, uh, they're trying to make this. Now, Bill Gates said not long ago there's going to be a round two. How's he going to know that? So there's going to be a worse virus, and they're going to absolutely, they're already talking about making it mandatory to take the vaccine. So this is very scary stuff. Bill Gates was talking back in 2005 about shutting off fundamental beliefs. People he, see, he deemed dangerous because they believed in God. Now, granted, 
this is aimed at uh, terrorists, but it's obvious that he he was involved with what's going on currently. He also went into uh, Africa and administered vaccines there and killed a bunch of children with no consequence. So be very aware of what's going on here. I posted it on my TikTok. I don't know how long it's going to be up there. You heard the you heard the video, although I stopped it briefly. This is going on. It's very, uh, very curious. Now, as I said in the first, uh, first cast that I did, I don't know, right? Because the uh, because the I apologize about that. Because we don't know the Antichrist isn't here yet. He hasn't announced himself. So I don't know if this is the mark of the beast, but it's certainly very scary, to say the least. Let's go on to the next topic. So recently, uh, <laughs> I had someone offer $5,000 for my head from the peaceful religion of Islam. Uh, the same guy promised to uh, whip me and called me a quote-unquote redneck. <laughs> uh, wow, $5,000 for my head. Uh, I feel important. That's, that's quite a bit of moolah right there. <laughs> I, that's how you know that uh, you're getting under people's skin, you're telling the truth. You start seeing opposition, uh, people wanting you dead, uh, which is exactly uh, the kind of persecution you expect from when you're you, when you watch the apostles. Not that I'm saying, uh, not that I'm saying I'm calling myself uh, maybe maybe a disciple of God. Uh, disciples are still followers of Christ, but not, uh, uh, Jesus had 12 apostles, so while I'm just a disciple, <laughs> it's nice to know that, uh, nice to know how warm and fuzzy people are getting, <laughs> uh, because they don't like that our God is bigger they don't like the fact that uh, I happen to call their god Satan, which they don't understand. They don't understand that uh, they think that the word Allah, calling God, calling something God in general, uh, they think means that it's actually God. Their god lives in a box. Uh, their god is a jack-in-the-box. They literally go to Mecca, which is a box. It's a, <laughs> it's a mosque, but it's a box. They literally put God in a box, which I find hilarious, because if you think about it, they, they say things that God cannot do, right? 
Yahweh is all-powerful. He can do anything. But yet, to Muslims, they, they, uh, they say God can't. Can't. It's impossible. God can't put on flesh. Despite the fact that it's funny because they're, they're supposed to be, right, in Abrahamic faith, they call Jesus the Messiah, which they don't, they don't know, which is God, God in the flesh, right? God in the flesh. The prophecy of Jesus coming, especially Isaiah 53 as a whole, that, that whole thing is about Jesus. It's clearly about Jesus. As a matter of fact, it's so impactful, they banned it in, uh, Jewish, from, from Jews from reading it. Which is, uh, very sad. Very sad. It's robbing people of their salvation. That's one thing, like, I, I don't hate Muslims. Like, everybody asks why. Oh, why do you hate Muslims? I don't hate Muslims. You know what I, you know who I do hate? Muhammad. I hate Muhammad because he stole Muslims' salvation. Islam is a slap in the face of Christianity. People ask why I've got a rip on uh, Islam. It's very clear. It's an affront. It's a slap in the face to Jesus Christ, to uh, Christianity as a whole. They, they claim to respect Jesus Christ, but yet uh, they don't revere him because they deny his divinity which is why uh, Muhammad was a fool. He didn't understand Christianity. He took and plagiarized from other religions, including what he grew up in, right? Hence why they kissed the black stone. They're still involved in paganism. They go, they go around uh, their mosque, right? They go to Mecca, they go around, they kiss the stone, and it's not even the Blarney stone. <laughs> Like, like, oh, I'm gonna kiss, I'm gonna kiss the stone. Like, it's, it's paganism. So, that, which is hilarious because they don't understand the Trinity and they call Christians pagans, right? Every, every time I r have a run-in with a Muslim, they always, they always call us pagans. Oh, you, you worship three gods. No, no, we, no, we worship one God. They don't know what a unified God is. So, so. Muhammad took things he didn't understand, he took uh, a god he didn't understand, and he basically made up whatever he wanted, and uh, made a fanfic, as I, as I like to say. Muhammad was illiterate, so he told people what to write down, right? And, uh, of course, the unofficial motto of Islam is uh, deny and lie. Deny and lie, deny and lie. That's the Islam way. Uh, <laughs> that's a classic. Uh, people love, people still want that album to come out, by the way. Um, people absolutely love that uh, little song and dance that I, I did on TikTok quite a while back. But anyway, yeah, deny and lie. Because they will deny to such a point that you will tell the truth about their religion, tell the truth about their unholy book, 
uh, tell things about Islam that are complete truth. And they go, well, you, you don't know anything. You're uneducated. You don't, that's not what, uh, that's not what our religion teaches. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. They don't know anything about their own religion, let alone Christianity. They don't understand about unified God. They don't understand metaphors at all. They don't know what a unified God is at all. You try to explain the Trinity and it's completely lost on them. I mean, granted, the Trinity is quite an undertaking, right? But it should be simple. This is how you know they do not know God. They can't understand it, right? You can't grasp it. If you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gives you understanding. They can't understand it. They they don't have the Holy Spirit. They don't understand God. They don't understand uh, anything. They limit God. Say he can't come in the flesh, even though that was the whole point of the Messiah coming, was to free Israel, right? Free the Jewish people. Uh, except he wasn't the Messiah that they wanted. They wanted a man with a, a sword to come through, which, by the way, that was his, that's going to be his second coming, right? First time he comes in peace to save us from ourselves. The second time he comes with a sword to trample his enemies under his feet. They wanted the Jewish people, the Israelites, they, they wanted a warrior the first time <laughs> they wanted a warrior the first time and they didn't get a warrior the first time they got a peaceful love loving uh, monk <laughs> monk so to speak and it infuriated it infuriated them because he pointed out their hypocrisy, he made trouble for the uh, <laughs> for the religious leaders of the day, which is why they wanted to frame him up and, and kill him, right? Even though he uh, <laughs> was found with no fault, and Pontius Pilate said, "Well, I can't, I can't find any guilt in you." And so, of course, the religious leaders of the day couldn't have that. So, of course, they incited the crowd to uh, kill Jesus. So, yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy to me that this whole thing, you know... Uh, you will know them by the fruit is the easiest way that I, that you could tell. Um, but Jesus even called the Pharisees sons of the devil. Sons of the devil. And here's the thing. Now, my friend Stephen disagreed with me on this. Uh, at least his, his point of view is that... Uh, Galatians 1, 8, and 9 technically aren't 
really uh, applying to Muslims, right? Because they're not preaching a gospel. But here's the thing. Their representation, right? Their prof, one of their prophets, right? Because they say Jesus is a prophet. As long as they use Jesus, that's a different gospel. It's a different Jesus. It doesn't belong to us, right? But they're still using a Jesus figure. And they point it off as the Christian Jesus, right? So as long as they're saying that their Jesus is the Jesus of Christianity, then they are technically preaching a false gospel, which means they are cursed. Who came to Muhammad? An angel, right? And how does it start out in Galatians 1, 8? Even if an angel comes to you, which this also applies to Mormons, by the way, because Joseph Smith uh, was a shyster and a con man, and he also has a Jesus figure that is not the Christian Jesus. Uh, they also have a lot of other things. I should really write a whole. Uh, <laughs> I should. I should write a whole episode just on how bad. Mormonism is and that whole cult Jehovah's Witness you gotta watch out for those shysters, wolves, wolves in sheep's clothing uh, who will lead you to hell and damn you uh, certainly but I digress but I could go on and on about that <laughs> So I think I'm going to wrap it up uh, there, unless I think of something else here quick. Uh, I'll, I'll see if there's any quick questions in my commentary. So this episode wound up being a full supplementary episode. <laughs> Didn't mean for it to be... Uh, a full episode, but uh, this is a supplementary episode. I'm not going to call it the fourth episode because I've already got the fourth episode planned. So, hope you've enjoyed this supplementary episode. I only meant it to have about five minutes or so, and uh, I wound up talking about thoughts. And uh, so, yeah, I I had another section that uh, I was going to talk about, but. Uh, yeah, I decided to nix it because it would have been far longer. So, I will see you on next Monday. I hope you've enjoyed uh, kind of the topics going through. And I hope I've given you something to think about. Uh, kind of have my thoughts. Maybe I'll just um, have another try at it and do another kind of shorter thoughts episode <laughs> so god bless uh, this has been the edgar friendly show go ahead and share uh with your friends family whoever you think might uh benefit so god bless <laughs>